0: The PwC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.
1: Hello, this is homeboy 88 of the homeboy 88 podcast. If you like hip hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy 88 podcast, constantly in the top Apple podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy 88 podcast. Search for it and listen today.
2: Oh, hello, hello?
0: Yes, that's right, Infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hamin Media Group, where you get the most real talk. The best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel. Hello, Walsh Santos Escobar said there is a universal truth. What goes up must come down. Was he talking about Ricochet? And now Santos Escobar using his own momentum gonna fly through the ropes and Ricochet sit right on our announce table off the suicide dive by Escobar. At Survivor Series inside of War Games, The Bloodline yet again leveled up. And you wanna know why? Because at War Games, we had the longest reigning tag team champion. No, 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 my dog. We're not gonna do that. I told you in the back, tonight is about you, my dog. Yeah, of course. Let's check it. Of course, the bloodline leveled up at War Games. Of course, we hashed it out. But you, my dog, you were the MVP. They were chained, Sammy Uso! to stand with the family, bruh, you earned my respect ASAP. And it's because of you, at War Games, we won that match, Guys, this is, this is too much. I, I, I don't know what to say. I do. We got one question, my dog. How you feeling? I gotta say, right now, I am feeling pretty freaking woozy, baby. Is in trouble, is Emma gonna tap out to Shayna Baszler here? Emma, trying to hang on, trying to hang on, but can't tap out. Here is your winner by submission, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler tapping out a very game Emma in this match tonight. Tap out or pass out, you choose. I don't think Shayna Baszler's done yet, attacking the arm once again. I guess she didn't like the fact that Emma was just trying to crawl away after the Baszler victory. Well, the victory's in store, but now it's time to be made. And here comes Shotzi, who hasn't forgotten how Shayna helped Ronda gain the advantage in their championship match this past Saturday night at Survivor Series. And Shotzi now taking the fight to Baszler. Great game, Shotzi, but already taken down by How dangerous is Shayna Baszler? Back in the zone. And overzealous Shotzi came out to get some of Baszler, and Baszler now looking to main Shotzi, much like she did to Emma earlier on in the matchup. How many arms have we got to break? Now speaking of broken arms, here's a woman who Rhonda and Shayna Baszler broke her elbow, Raquel Rodriguez, who is supposed to be out of action four to six weeks but she's now marched down to the ring to aid Emma who's back on her feet and her friend Shotzi. And Shayna Baszler took a look at the numbers and said, not right now. Danny went for the haluba kick. Sheamus caught him with a knee. Meanwhile, look at this, Jey Uso. Jey Uso with a super kick. The official didn't see it. Sammy into the cover on Sheamus. We saw how war games went down, didn't we? Got the W, dog! That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What's wrong? Sheamus with a shillelagh! Look, Monday, fellas,
1: if you can make it true, me and McIntyre will be waiting for you on the other side. Banger! After Banger! After Banger!
0: Sammy, not the only one in the bloodline making enemies. and Guttner would hook me up on his shoulders, plenty Kingston. Here's the cover, hook of the leg, and that's the win. Oh, Kick to the face and down goes Escobar. And now Ricochet trying to turn the momentum around in this matchup. Ricochet kick again, Escobar stunned. Just about staying on his feet, looking real woozy though, right for the pickings. Ricochet, Oh my goodness. Liv Morgan. What the hell? Liv Morgan, who's been obsessed with disorder and brutality lately. It's three against one, Liv. What the hell are Liv, you doing? Well, she obviously doesn't care. Dakota and EO sent into the steps in the barricade. And now Liv goes after Bailey and takes Bailey out. Liv Morgan throws caution to the wind and going after damage control. Liv Morgan is out of her mind. It was working so well, but this is inevitable. Yeah, obviously, this is what a. Uh, Everyone was afraid of when Lip charged the ring. Was his three-on-one assault? Who the? Oh my goodness! No way! It's Tegan Knox, the welsh Firecracker herself. Tegan Knox is back! Wow! In WWE. Knox is here, coming to the A to Lynn Morgan. Another moment too soon. Let's not forget the long tumultuous history with Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai of Damage Control. Knox displaying that frenzied offense that made her a legend in NXT. But again, Damage Control with the numbers. Because oh. Liv's been taken out, and now Bailey and company with a three-on-one attack of the uh, returning Tegan Knox. A valiant effort by Tegan, but the numbers game catches up to him. So good while well, it lasted, Tegan. And Liv Morgan! Kendo stick in hand! What an equalizer! Liv just shattered that kendo stick on Bailey! And Tegan now, with the shiniest wizard! The monster of all monsters! He's out for a little payback Cole, let's not forget Imperium helped eliminate Braun from the SmackDown World Cup! Yeah, and obviously Braun has not forgotten and Braun catches Vinci in midair. Vinci just bounces. Oh! And drives him into the post. Oh, dumped into the timekeepers' area. Kaiser on the back of Strowman. Strowman hauling Kaiser into the timekeepers' area. Ricochet! Oh my goodness! Escobar, no clue where he's at. Completely classy eye. Ricochet, kick to the chin. Escobar, again, is down. Ricochet's got a chance. Escobar's a sitting duck now, it's there for the taking call. Ricochet's got a chance, Escobar. No idea where he's at. Top rope for Ricochet. 6.30. Ricochet into the cover, hook of the leg, ricochet wins the SmackDown
2: World Cup.
0: and listening to
1: the pwc friday night smack talk i'm your host jimmy t and my co-host he's back once again he's the ever so reliable dr jeff lippman welcome back to the smack talk and it's been a while since we've done one and i'm not even sure why <laughs>
3: uh, don't know but i'm sponsored today by pnc bank sponsor of the pwc so it's me hey. they can't say any different
1: <laughs> hey they can't uh, shout outs. What's it called again? PNC, you said? PNC back. Yeah, this is my this is my uh, Ripkin uh,
3: Stadium PNC <laughs> thing with uh, on the
1: back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess uh, free Under, Evil- Under Armour better, <laughs> you know? Hey, Under Armour shirt too. Well, yeah. shout out to Evil Dose's backside, who just made his debut on the friday night smackdown.
3: Well, and you might have seen zero mary fenix and uh <laughs> serena de la Laurenti- <laughs> and uh la park are on there too yeah these are these are uh these are from her shop before closed the pajamas when everyone thought that she was either going to AEW or WWE, and nope she's 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 just picked it on the
1: Where internet with alicia too <laughs> i can't believe nobody has snapped her up man she was one woman that i rated pretty highly yeah uh
3: from her i'm i'm putting in calls to to the trip to say
1: hey remember me i was i was was pretty cool that's that's amazing man do you think she still has a future in professional wrestling never never
3: say never in wrestling once you're in the wrestling business you're sort of always in the wrestling business and uh, you know i wouldn't bank on you know my friendship with alicia too and her relationship with mlw (laughs) or richard holiday but i mean it's they, those two stick around as a couple, and we go somewhere. I mean, sure, why not? It's it's a it's a who knows who business, though. So. Sure. And I, th- I think Richard Holiday is a guy on the Indies that has a shot to go somewhere else, somewhere bigger, soon. And uh, you know, if, if it's true that NXT is is no longer ignoring Indies, and I mean, he's someone I'd look at. I mean, he's he's not going to cost. He's not locked up as long as Hammerstone or Fatu. I think. Um... <laughs> And it's a big, tall guy. He's TV trained. He's a safe wrestler. He's got a personality. I mean, see if it works. Maybe he can be a more convincing version of Grayson Waller for guys like me who, you know, want someone to have a side view.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Well, we got our first comment of the evening. It is Homeboy88. He says, hey, it's the one-two punch, the Jimmy and Jeff show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that well, is it a, is. Watching what us a right one-boy, 88. Sorry, Jeff. You there? Yeah. Are you there?
3: G- Jimmy. 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 You're frozen on my side too. G- All right, folks. Someone type in a note there say, who's frozen out there on the air? Me or Jimmy.
1: God damn!
3: Yep he's moving now.
1: Far out! Always he's getting get bad internet. The worst fucking time for whatever reason, Jeff. But yeah, what were you saying, man? Because I missed that whole, uh, thing. whole I, thing. Well,
3: I think before I was saying that uh, Richard Holiday maybe would be someone who's like a Grayson Waller type character, but oh, looks yeah. like a wrestler. Um, then you froze, and and I was asking someone in the audience to post because sometimes like I'm frozen to the audience when I think you're frozen, and vice versa. So hopefully someone was going to post to say who was frozen, but uh, it was me it was that was me, frozen. They, yeah, if they didn't, if it was me, they didn't hear me say that.
1: <laughs> so. Well, they might have actually because if i have frozen, you're still going because it shows me down the bottom there in a little window who's frozen and who's not. Well, you know <laughs> what? What I
3: said to them is is our
1: secret. Wow, shoot! Sure. Uh, well, he says the safe word is koala, <laughs> and Facebook user says Jimmy T got a Tinder pick going. What the fuck? And Homeboy says, Jimmy was frozen like this. Train soccer team against Lionel Messi. Get, please, Homeboy. Please. Is anyway. Did any mean Lionel Richie? <laughs> Lionel Richie. Maybe he did. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into Friday Night Smackdown. Let's go. And, uh, and we're coming from Buffalo, like Bailey said, just quietly. Is that I like get... Buffalo? Oh, oh ha, ha. did you just say Buffalo, yeah <laughs> is, are, is, are they poofy there <laughs> you tell me he's you know new york from
3: buffalo brandon thurston from wrestlenomics is, is from buffalo really yeah big deal have you been to buffalo though jeff i have been to buffalo once on my way to niagara falls and in fact which was on my way to toronto but we stayed in niagara falls for a number of days then went up to toronto but yes we stopped in Buffalo so that my son could have um, stitches removed. He had he had like a, oh. a little surgery. So we and then we stopped at the the famous hot dog place. That I think it's called Ted's Hot Dogs. There was absolutely zero special about it.
1: I was going to say is Buffalo because I've heard Buffalo is just boring. Uh, I mean, I only
3: went to the hot dog place and to a medical <laughs>
1: clinic. Um, <laughs> Sounds like I, a good, a I good mean, night. you know,
3: I, I, I saw the stadium. I saw what looked to be a fairly typical mid-sized city it didn't look particularly exciting Uh, I mean you know it it was summer so it didn't look cold I mean it seemed fine Um, like Indianapolis but with water
1: huh interesting well Christopher Winland in the chat says Richard Holiday has way more charisma than Hammerstone do you guys think he'll be on national TV before Hammerstone or neither it's almost now or never on either one of them I totally agree with that actually. Especially for Hammerstone, it's now or never. Um, but like he says, do do we expect Richard well Richard Holloway or Hammerstone and who will be the first one? But really, Hammerstone should have been on a or been in a big company by this point, right? I mean Well
3: Hammerstone signed a five year contract extension within the last two right. and a half years. Right. Uh, and Jason, Jacob Fartu did the same thing, like they were like two months apart uh holiday i don't know his contract status i think he resigned but i don't think it was five years so whoever's off contract first should get a shot who are they gonna get a shot with i mean i guess for holiday it depends if he wants to go to nxt and play the longer game or if he just wants to get on go on aw get a push for two or three weeks be mostly okay. forgotten for a while and just become another ethan page i you know Oof. uh you know that might be good enough uh you know, if he can still wrestle the indies, and you know, if he's getting gonna get his ass. so I don't know the answer to that. What I do know is that Richard Holliday's gimmick that his father is a lawyer is not a gimmick; he is a lawyer. Um, really? So uh, at least I know he's gonna get some sage uh, invested legal advice. Oh, interesting. Thing yeah. with Hammerstone is wellness test. I, I mean, I, oh, he's I pretty jacked he right he, now. Hammerstone never denies taking steroids. He just evades it by laughing at people talk about steroids Like you, that you don't have to put in the work. And he's hundred percent correct You have to put in a ton of work And also there's different kinds of steroids now than the stuff that was killing people in the 80s and 90s or led to their deaths You know in the in the early aughts when they were, you know, 39 to 55 or whatever um, so it's a whole different world out there, but um, I don't know I, I, I find it hard to believe that uh well i guess if you know bobby and you know can make it through uh he, he probably can too
1: well i mean he's and he Braun. looks like he's been oh <laughs> looks like he's juiced from the gills but uh even mm-hmm. lashley the thing about lashley though he's been that big even when he was in the army dude yeah yeah
3: but there wasn't a wellness test then but maybe he you know but he could have been making enough to use human growth hormone which is different i mean you I don't think they test for... I think they only test for illegal steroids. I don't think they test for, like, human growth hormone or unusual levels of testosterone or anything like that.
1: Hmm. Interesting, (coughs) Ben. Well, like I said, nevertheless, Mm -hmm. there's a few big boys out there. But anyway, let's get into SmackDown because we're coming from Buffalo, New York. And um, it's the World Cup finale also tonight. But we get... What the hell is this, man? A Jackknife cries. Like what? The, what the fuck is this shit? As the bloodlines, something about a jackknife cries. I don't know what the hell that is. But anyway, the bloodline make the entrance and get on the mic. Jay gives them an intro and Sammy Zayn crows about how they won war games because they had the longest reigning. Well, because they are the longest reigning tag team champions. Jimmy cuts him off and says they're going to do that because tonight is about Sammy. Of course, they leveled up and hashed it out. But Zayn was the MVP, getting Sammy also a chance. Jay talks about how he didn't trust him for a long time, but he stepped up and it's because of him that they won war games. Sammy says it's too much and he doesn't know what to say. Jimmy asks him now or how how he's feeling and he says he's feeling pretty oozy. They get Jay in for a group handshake as the brawling brutes then interrupt and we go to our first matchup between Sami Zayn versus Sheamus and for me, probably the match of the night, I actually thought this was a better match than the main event. But we'll get to that. But um, I love this segment, and I love this matchup. Jeff?
3: Okay. Love the segment. I thought the match was good. I like the ending a lot. The Absolutely. only question to me is, why? Didn't they finish this in War Games? Why, are, why is the Bloodline still feuding with the Brawling Brutes? The Brawling Brutes have lost in every kind of permutation, every kind of match. This is Vince McMahon booking, where, the, where and, frankly, <laughs> Tony Khan, where there's no blow-off. Nothing ends. They, 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 you know, so if if this match was the end, this is the final. You know, that one champion beat the other champion. You know, I don't mean like you know with a belt. I mean you, your side picks your champion, the other side picks their champion, like when Achilles fought the guy in in, in the beginning of Troy. Anyway, um, but this isn't the end because next week it's going to be Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I guess adding the element of Drew McIntyre is a little different, but it's only a little different. So, I, you know, I. This, this is what I didn't want to see with Triple H. I wanted to see people transition into in, into different feuds. Rivalry's over. The brooks lost.
1: I agree. It's true. But for whatever reason, we're continuing this feud. And you're right. When you have a War Games matchup, that should have been the blow-off. It should have been done and dusted. That's it. And I'm pretty sure Triple H should know better. But for whatever reason, we're still getting another... Like we're continuing on with his feud, but like I know he, he wants
3: to get the brutes on TV because they get a giant pop and they're over, and you want don't want to lose their momentum. But I mean, are you gonna lose their momentum if they keep losing matches? So, like, wh- why not have them in 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 a feud that they can win? You know, uh, you know, have them bump into Maximum mel male models, or Los Lotharios, or whatever though, you know, or Lega, I don't know, someone, you know, and and you know they're working their way back back to the top and. You know, Sheamus and Drew are going to try to get him back on the winning ways on the on the top end of the card. I mean, it, it ain't bad. Let's get let's get our mojo back, boys,
1: and that's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, spot on. Anyway, uh, Sami Zayn wins by pinfall with a sunset flip in a pretty solid matchup to start SmackDown, but after the- that we
3: sorry before we move on there was there was an interesting twitter discussion and i can't remember who started i think it was because the son vince russo tweeted like he was oh, complaining yes. about the super kick which i mean is not a new complaint so that was part of the response but i'm like you know what you know there's lots of finishing moves that are not finishing moves i mean there's almost no finishing moves from 30 years ago that were that are finishing moves now i mean wow. ddt's are are routine and you know the <laughs> yeah. Canadian destroyer now I, I do agree that the the super kick is overused, especially in AEW and especially by by the Bucks and teams their Bucks adjacent like the Lucha brothers. Um but the Usos use the super kicks a lot, but I think they don't use it too much. I think they use it right and it's still a strong enough move that it can occasionally turn the tide of a match with just a super kick like it did tonight. So I don't I don't think it's the super kick. I think it's the using the super kick basically as a punch.
1: Yeah, it's true man. You're right. Um we also get after that after that match. I mean, one thing I will say also about the Sami Zayn uh Seamus match uh, the thing I love about the ending man is like the commentator said they look like a well oiled machine and they legitly were looking like a well oiled machine. Different. all these guys have got great chemistry together man yeah, they're great still
3: i mean it should be over they, they 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 should get chemistry with someone else too
1: i mean that's true i agree but who would you go with now but anyone. if there had they, to be they, something they, even legato del fantasma would be something different right legato del fantasma they're already there so why
3: not it could have, it could explain why they can't you know get in, involved in the, in the title match they're you know mending themselves they got los Lotharios. They have hit yeah, row it they before. have right. uh, maximum models all all expendable the viking raiders i guess they're being reintroduced again so they're not necessarily expendable yet yeah um right. but i mean but that could be an interesting you know feud northern europeans versus northern europeans i, I don't know um i don't know i mean somebody's got to lose for people for people to look good but, but but if you've lost if you've gotten like three or four title shots and you've lost the war games,
1: it's time to move on. The story needs to move. I agree. Facebook user says in the chat, the most protected wrestling movies now are tweet. It's true.
3: Well, a tweet and a block. You have to. You have to. And hit a block. block. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You have to eat a block.
1: One hundred percent spot on. But it's true, man. It is what it is. Um, anyway, after the matchup, we get a Legado del Fantasma video package where Santos Escobar. Says he's going to make sure they win the SmackDown World Cup. And we Santos go was What's in up? the second? Yes, he was. Oh, I, I only saw Zelina's boobs. She looks fucking sick in, on this SmackDown. Even with the blonde. She looks so much better, dude. And did she get Dios. a fucking tit job or what? Buenos bigger than ever. Buenos Buenos Dios. Dios. Orale, Chicana. Ay. <laughs> she looked hot, man. She did. She looks... She looks magnificent, shall I say? Raise Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> you're you're a character, Jeff. Anyway, but uh, yeah, you're right, man. She oh, I just... think he was
3: wearing a Versace tie. weren't we talking about Versace the other the, the last show, like Versace shirt for
1: Nick Camerado? Yes, we were actually. As a matter of fact, anyway, we come from back from commercial as we get a Royal Rumble hype, re- uh, hype reel, and then we get Kofi Kingston. He's interviewed backstage. He announces that he'll be in the Royal Rumble and he says he can't bet against Ricochet in the World Cup Finals. But both men have a good shot against Gunther as Imperium then roll up to taunt him about spending more time on the internet than in the ring. And Kofi says they can't have a tag match because Xavier Woods isn't here. But he'll have a singles <laughs> <he'll> have a <laughs> singles match against any of them. What's up, Jeff?
3: I think it's funny, like you say I can't have a tag match against you so there's three of you here and one of me so you could totally beat me up if you want
1: (laughs) yeah I know it's fucking dumb but you know it's just cookie cutter shit man but anyway Gunther then rolls in and says he'll fight Kofi tonight and I guess we've got a match up for later on between Gunther and Kofi but uh, yeah Kofi is just so fake right now dude
3: Kofi's always been fake
1: I know, but right now it's just so you know, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and just going through the motions all the time with Kofi. It's just not—he didn't even really get it as big of a pop as he usually would. Proud never to have suffered from Kofi mania. I guess so. <laughs> I guess you're right. Anyway, after that, we get Bray White cutting a promo about how he's how we're all spoiled and shrouded in technology with our manners. And we forget that once upon a time, we were all just wild animals. Spiders eat flies, snakes eat rats, but nobody looks at it like an act of violence, it's just animals. So he goes on to say some must die so that others can live, and you don't want to be the one who talks about it because you don't want to be the freak. You want to hold on to your place in society and move on. He's not the one that hurt LA Knight, and if he was the one, we would all know because that would be none of him left. What did you think of the promo? I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it
3: too. So let me be nitpicky Jeff, first of all, because it sounds like he's advocating cannibalism because we kill <laughs> lots of things that don't think about as violence and those are the things that we eat. Um, and right. Not just animals, but also vegetables and fruits and, you know, flora. Um, and other things like beans and shit. Anyway. Um, it, it also... Ray, we remember you've been in lots of feuds, and and there's you you lost the most important ones, and and there's always been pieces of the other people left over. As a matter of fact, the only person I know that got barbecued to a crisp was you. Um, okay, nitpicky Jeff over. Yeah, I like this because I mean it's very clear, you know, that he, he he's blaming Uncle Howdy, and you know even though he came in as a face, he's not exactly a face. And it's interesting that, that the feud though is with a heel because. Bray still thinks he's he's the hero in his own story he's he and and he's seeking redemption and and you know the commentators say he's really trying to change and make amends he's really sort of moved off of that he that's not exactly what he said but I guess that's the larger story arc um but you know clearly he's struggling with himself and I don't think I would have liked this if it had not been for the promo later on that was cut by Uncle Heart Uncle Howdy which that part was cool. Um, though I do have a criticism later it's not directly Bray related but it's adjacent Bray related
1: Hmm. we'll we'll get to that shortly Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway yeah, like like I said I I liked it I liked this LA Knight Bray Wyatt thing I don't know why even though you'd think at first these two wouldn't mix well but I kind of like it I just don't know where we're going to go from here I guess Knight gets eaten alive I just hope it doesn't really destroy his run in WWE but we'll see what happens Anyway, uh, we get Shayna Baszler making her entrance as we go to a break, but as we come back from commercial, Emma is in gorilla when Matt Cat Moss then rolls up. She vents to him about the competition being tough and gives her some words of encouragement, and then they share a little, you know, kiss. She gives her a kiss on the cheek. Whatever. I mean, do you like how they're sort of acknowledging their relationship? And to me, they almost come across like an odd couple, man, to be honest with you, man. Do they really suit... Their
3: characters have zero chemistry together. I just hope in real life they have more chemistry together and I would rather they just acknowledge their couple as opposed to putting this like timid, like 14 year old, you know, budget burgeoning romance on the screen, but it's WWE that that's how they do a kiss on the cheek is, is like basically third base in WWE <laughs> world. Um, but no, I, I, I don't like this. Emma is boring as hell and her being acting like she hasn't wrestled in five years and saying the competition's so tough. What are you, what are you talking about? And then and then she puts on her aviator glasses like she's some badass. That's sort of And before she says, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can do anything. He's like, no, you believe in yourself. Shut up. The whole thing shut up.
1: <laughs> uh, Facebook and there's something with, the with chest- her chin. Well I'll get to that in a minute. Got Facebook a user chin. says Facebook user says Uncle Howdy, our duty and uh, Pierce Austin says G'day cunt. What duty. up you sick cunt? Pierce, what's going on? <laughs> and <laughs> Facebook user says Emma still wet for Zack Ryder. Woo woo woo. You
3: yeah, know what? I can't blame her at this point.
1: <laughs> and Pierce again says, Talking about cunts, she's a massive one. Really, So you're
3: talking about Emma or, or... Yes,
1: Emma. Pierce, have you had any interactions with that dude? I mean... Uh, obviously, she heard him. Was, was she really that much of a fucking cunt, for real? I want to know about this now, man. I'm intrigued. I need our
3: American listeners to know that in Australia, like, cunt is, is, like, basically, like, saying jerk.
1: Or, actually, it means praising, too. Like, if I, if I call Pierce a sick cunt, that means he's a, he's a cool guy it's actually a compliment
3: yeah you need a translator folks put in your Google Translate and maybe it'll make
1: sense see what Uh, he says uh, in the chat yep it's true but if I call you a dumb cunt or a silly cunt then obviously that's negative uh, we we don't have time for this so put this on the far center Um, (laughs) the
3: far center yeah put put this on the far center Uh, no Uh, these these two have zero chemistry and and, uh, this this was a you know this was a match that didn't hold much interest for me
1: yeah and no, i don't like where they're going with Emma already dude like i just feel like they've they're just wasting it. i don't even know why they signed her up to be honest Waste? with you man i do someone to lose someone to take out. big deal <laughs> pia says she's a massive dumb cunt. Jeez, damn i mean really and, and she's from i feel like you bro. need to expand upon that instead of finding new ways
3: to call her of uh, the c-word
1: yeah, well, right, look, that, like I said, that's just normal here in Australia. Uh, Facebook user says, I'll still want Emma's cunt. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> incredible. Me. Oh, <laughs> hate hate sexist. God damn it. It's all about these cunts in the chat. We're mad. There a We're lot of cunts going. Right. There's, there's no women that watch this show. <laughs> 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 Ever. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. We've got too many dicks up in here. But anyway that goes to our to our next matchup it is emma versus shayna baszler no fairness all, why
3: would they watch the penis wrestling channel
1: true well we can call it the pwc as in the pro wrestling cunts true. Yeah. i mean why not well, how about but problems it, with cunts problems with cunts power wrestling cunts but anyway shayna Baszler ends up winning by submission with the her a clutch, but man, did she make Emma look like shit, and heck, even after that, because post-match, we get Baszler presses the attack, but Shotzi Blackout makes the save, as Shayna takes it down, and lays her out with a running knee, then we get Raquel Rodriguez, comes to ringside, her arm in a brace, and Baszler decides to back off, and that was that, but man, she destroyed, uh, what's her name, Shotzi as well man, pulling on her hair with her legs, and shit, like,
3: I'm okay with that because they've had shana be the the butt of too many losses and stupid losses you know when she's teamed with ronda and they, they they forget to make her a killer at least a you know a credible wrestler at times it's like one extreme or the other now this is the other extreme but i prefer this extreme and it took three of them to get her to back off and one of them has a broken wing um i thought the raquel was supposed to be out for a couple of weeks so uh, i guess that's the story she so heroic she came out with with the brace on um okay so I don't follow Raquel uh but I have Did heard you get a No I think that was I just didn't a, notice. I think that was just a cut of her shirt. Uh, okay right like it's, I think it's like a push up thing like we're, we're oh, like That's a, a shame. Like yeah like the push up bra right I, well, I, I think it. it's more than a push up I think it's padded as well. Oh. Um anyway but I saw some around Twitter, some photos of her out and about, and she was not wearing the brace out and about. And, really? Yeah. So not keeping up the kayfabe. Not cool. Not cool. Um, silly bitch. Not, not cool. But not cool. This is all right. I mean, so what do you think? Do you think this is going to set up for a handicap match, Rhonda and Shayna versus Emma, Shotzi, and Raquel? Why not? And they're all going to get destroyed. That'd be great for winter is coming. Oh, I'm, I'm getting my promotions <laughs>
1: confused. Oh, God. Anyway, P says she agreed to do an interview with me A moment before we were to go uh-huh. live, she said, oh, you need to PayPal me 200 before we yeah, start. We, there we go. That's that really? is not cool. That's that's, that's shifting. Damn. There, Damn. That's hey. fucked up, dude. That's Imp- impact. Fuck you, Emma. doesn't pay. Yeah, no, fuck you, Emma, man. You fucking cow. You don't even fucking... Uh, you, you do that to a fellow countryman, man? Like, really?
3: Well, you can't, just... have,
1: you can't have country without cunt. <laughs> well. You, yeah, you're right. It's true. You can't have country without fucking cunts. Mm-hmm. And Emma, you're a cunt. Straight up. <laughs> Pierce says, yeah, so he told her, nah, I'm good. Fair enough, man. I would have told her to get fucked and to eat a dick. Straight up. But anyway... No, you won't. shame on you Emma shame on you just saying anyway let's move on because next that wasn't have... Emma that was Tanil. oh sorry that was Tanil, true Tanil Dashwood there you go yeah. you silly cunt mm-hmm. anyway Gunther versus Kofi Kingston is next it was not a bad match I just felt like uh, I don't know they don't really gel that well these two but anyway yeah. Gunther ends up winning by pinfall with an emerald. Fla- flosion he calls the last symphony for and that's it he wins one two three yeah.
3: yeah apparently the whole purpose of kofi kicking out of uh his his power bomb was because he has a new finisher and they wanted to debut it so okay swell uh listen you know i'm not a swell. kofi fan but i'm not i'm not going to take away his accomplishments and his importance to the company and the, and a lot of people fan of his so you know, people saying that the match went too long. Well, no, it, it's supposed to sort of be a challenge. This, this isn't, I mean, th- this isn't Darius Martin or, or, you know, Mike Seidel. This is Kofi Kingston, a former champ. You know, every, has held pretty much every title. Um, so, you know, he, he should be able, he's fought big men before, you know, bigger, it's much true. bigger men. Uh, he's lost worse. He's lost better. Um, but th- this was fine. I mean, you know, the, right now it's Gunther's time and, and this was fine.
1: I agree. Did you see what Shinsuke Nakamura posted yeah, on Twitter? Oh, man. Well, I don't think so. Maybe. What do you post? Uh, well, it made the rounds all over social media. But uh, you know how Japan beat Germany in the World Cup? Uh, no. Okay. Japan beat Germany uh, in the World Cup, essentially knocking him out of the group stage. and didn't qualify for the last 16 okay. because of Japan. Okay. And anyway um So he posted a photo of Imperium, right, and they all wearing Germany jerseys and shins right after the match, and you see Gunther sticking his finger up to Schinske, like "fuck you," you know. Pretty funny. It's actually a good pic. You got to check it out. Yeah, no, that, that, that,
3: I mean that, that's
1: funny. That, that's that is
3: good-natured ribbing. That is that. That's that's good. That's good social media, having
1: fun. That's all good. Absolutely. Well, after the matchup, we got Sami Zayn. He's backstage with the bloodline lining up at a restaurant or lining up a restaurant for after the show. And the Usos make sure he takes Solis with him for protection. They, they end up leaving and the Usos talk about how wild it is that Jay's finally cool with Sami. Jimmy asks about lying and Jay says Roman saw what he saw and they won war games, so he's not worried about it. As Seamus then ambushes them with the oh, shillelagh. That
3: wasn't the only part, yeah. Oh, was...
1: well, they'll sort of talking about if they trust him on, and whatnot. Oh,
3: too. Right, but he said, hey, you ever talked to Sammy about him lying to your face? Yes. And, and he was sort of stumbled a little bit. He's like, nah, you know, but the big goose, meaning Roman, said he, he saw, he heard all he needed to hear when he looked into his eyes. So, you know, to me, th- this is the. F- the first hint of something that that people have been talking about and we talked about i talked about i know that i think they might have shifted gears i think sammy with the bloodline is too good and it may end up that the bloodline actually ousts jay and that and jay may be the the odd man out um you see? come right around uh, you know a little bit after
1: during or after royal run interesting you can go so many ways with this storyline dude yeah of course you can like you really can I mean for example Solisokoa now paying attention more to him lately I've noticed you know before let's go back to the start of the show for a moment every time the Usos were saying what they were saying about you if you paid attention to Solisokoa he was actually reacting to shit you know what I mean he was nod his head like in disapproval I felt like you know they're being too ULSI with Sami Zayn to the point where Solo can turn around and be like, motherfuckers, I'm your actual blood, I am your brother, you know what I mean, but you motherfuckers don't say shit about me, like, you don't praise me, you know, you know, it's like he's, you, he's more of a brother than I am, and I'm the blood, like, legitimately, you know what I mean, so I think he's slowly starting to get a little jealous, maybe, of Sami Zayn, but not more so much of Sami Zayn, but more the attention, that Sami Zayn is getting from his own blood and his own brothers, legitimately.
3: I'm not getting that at all. I just get the. I just get the. The, the solo is all about business. The, you know, I hope and, so. And, and I and I think he doesn't look in the other direction because I think he almost cracked up too many times. And That's true. And does, I think he doesn't look to keep himself from laughing. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, see, I, I think in the final four of the Royal Rumble is going to be Cody, Jey Uso. Sammy Zayn and someone else, whether it's Nick Aldis or Cross or almost well, it won't be almost or you know anyone else doesn't really matter. What'll happen is that I think that the heels are going to think that, that they've got one up on them. Cody will uh, eliminate somebody, and you know, but Sammy'll be sneaking up behind him, and you know, and Jay'll come up and give a give a superkick, but Cody get out of the way, and he'll super kick Sammy and he'll super and sammy will go flying out of the ring and while jay's going oh my god what happened then cody will just dump him over and cody wins the and it'll be jay that costs the bloodline the security of of guaranteeing the roman is is isn't going to face anyone it's going to be a poke of poke of doom in at wrestlemania and, and now and and it was all jay's fault
1: a figure pack of doom in 2022 well there like won't it won't be you know yeah We'll see. I mean, like, like I said, man, you can go so many ways. You can go that route. You can go to Solid Sikawa route. You can go to Sami Zayn route, where he just is fed up because they never them, trusted him. Or you, or you, can you keep, keep them keeping, Or you keep him. And I'd yeah. rather that. I truly want this to go on even for as long as possible. Yeah. This is not getting old. And listen,
3: that as long as there's Samoans, they can keep adding forces to it. So, I mean, I know I, you it's know, true. You know, until there's like seven of them, it's it it's not gonna get into NWA territory.
1: Once you get over seven, then it's like,
3: okay, enough. <laughs>
1: that I agree with. I would have loved it if they called themselves the Samoan Heat Squad again, though. Like, you know, paying homage to the original Samoan Heat Squad from back in the day.
3: Well, there was also the Samoan SWAT team. They were the wild Samoans, but I, I think, Yeah, that's true too. I, I think the table is just fine. I you know, I don't I don't see any problem with the table, the bloodline. it's it's, it's all good. Now, if they started breaking up into teams or whatever, you could have the Hit Squad or whatever be part
1: of it. And the SWAT team. I mean, the SWAT team was great too. I mean, I love that name as well. You could have but, different um, divisions.
3: Yeah. Why that, not? That, that's, that's getting a little bit NW Wolfpack, a little bit and NW. Well,
1: Wolfpack. they're comparing it to the NWA storyline now, if, you, if you've noticed, all over social no, media.
3: No, they're just saying it's its the, the most compelling storyline since Listen, I don't think it's as as outrageous as people
1: think. I mean,
3: this is like year three of the bloodline storyline. is it three is of, it really year
1: three already?
3: I mean, Roman came back more than three shit. years ago, and it's. I mean, listen, they weren't at this Holy in this form, shit. but you know, the, first he was fighting with with Jay uh, right. to get him in line. Um, you know, Jimmy was on suspension. Remember, he you know he was uh, you know because of the drinking and stuff, uh, and. But, you know, so it, it's not a full three years, but from three years of the beginning of Scott Hall coming through the crowd to where the NWO NW was three years later, I think by then it was pretty bloated and, and old. I, th- I think our memory of it is better than the reality. I think by then they had like 27 guys and it was like, you know, way yeah, too much. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. I, I still, I mean, it didn't change the business, but
1: I mean... It hasn't changed the business. That's the reality of it. The NWO, right. though, changed literally the changed the business. Yeah. But it wasn't the first faction either. I mean, the Four Horsemen wasn't even the first faction.
3: So no, it wasn't. No, but it was first dominant faction.
1: Uh, so and the know. first sort of big faction that became a mainstream sort of thing.
3: Now, if, if the bloodline continues strong, or you know, even with changing members, which is fine, um, maybe it will be. I mean, but I don't know that there was any faction that had one champion with an, a consecutive, you know, holding of world titles and then two titles for like, you know, two years and, and holding the tag team titles for more than a, more than a year, you know, without any losses and, and you know, regaining of the titles. Um, so I don't, this, this is a pretty good, I mean, this, there's a pretty good argument to be made that they're the most compelling and, and the most dominating just for having the titles with, with continuity.
1: And all I the time, I agree to, to an extent, absolutely. And look, it's the greatest thing, it's got to be storyline of the year. If you had to come up with one, this is it, yeah. yeah, like there's no doubt about it, man. Um, and there was a lot of good things in AW too, but nothing touches this to me. But well, all know. the good
3: stories in AW sort of imploded.
1: Well, that's true too, that's the problem because you can yeah. say, you know, MJF, CM Punk, and whatnot, but yeah any any of those could have been
3: good or great stories but the, they all sort of blew up What what's the compelling story the, the chris jericho is the greatest ring of honor champion of all time
1: <laughs> yeah well that's true sports
3: entertainers versus pro wrestlers
1: <laughs> sports entertainers Right. How you sorry. say it. I say it wrong. I, <laughs> but you actually, you always say it right, usually. What's going on? There, Jim? entertainers. <laughs> there you <Right>. go. <laughs> I funny. love it, though. I actually like the way he says that, man. But anyway. No, yeah, no, it's funny. I, it's, 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 uh, uh, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's Talk. funny. I, I you can it's shit funny. on him all you want. He's fucking
3: co- kind of funny. I, and I liked it when they used to say, for nine weeks in a row, the
1: recognized <laughs> symbol of excellence yeah. in sports entertainers. Yeah, not and then, entertainment, the, the, but entertainers. The, yeah, I would say the AEW Galaxy. I
3: mean, that was, <laughs> that was funny. It was it was wrestling, you know, vaudeville. It was fine. Um, Absolutely, but yeah, no, there's no doubt that the Bloodline is the sto- is is the story of the year. I mean, the only thing that might be close is Mandy Rose's uh, title
1: run. Maybe. Anyway, as we come back though from from that matchup with Gunther and. Um, what's it called uh kofi kingston we get damage control or in the ring and barely gets on the mic yelling at a fan and their dumb hat to sit the f down but she used the f bomb she doesn't want to be here in stupid buffalo and michael cole must have missed her they were in the match for a combined total of 95 minutes and 19 seconds and asks if the crowd understands what that does to their bodies She goes on to say, of course we don't, because we cheered for Becky Lynch when she won after being in the match for a cup of coffee. But nobody on the SmackDown roster stepped up and faced them, but then we get Liv Morgan. She rushes to the ring and attacks Damage Control. She takes Dakota Kai to the floor and puts her in the steps. Iris Sky then goes into the barricade and she hits the ring to beat up Bailey until the two recover and come back. And come and attack her. And then for whatever reason, Tegan Knox makes a save and she's back. Why, Jeff? I'm not the even shi- a big fan the of shininess her. Shininess
3: Wizard or Shiniest Wizard. What the hell kinda name for a move is that?
1: I oh, don't fucking know. And right. really, I don't I don't even know why she's back. She's injury prone, she's had like ten million fucking knee surgeries. Alright,
3: I'm Wait, gonna seriously. play Eenie, Meeny Miney Mo. So Eenie, say something bad. Damage control is born, and they're basically the factory with titles. Mo, something positive. <laughs> At least the women factory. up <laughs> something positive. I sort of like this version of Liv Morgan. Tiger, the action wasn't particularly good. By the something negative, the beatdown didn't look very good, and then Tegan Knox came out. Nobody knew who she was. She has a very different <laughs> look, and. I'm I'm done with the positive stuff because I have to stop here and talk about her pants. Those those were ridiculous. I remember when Santana and Ortiz, as Proud and Powerful, came out with with like those like they were wearing like overalls, coveralls, with like lots of hooks hanging off of it, like right, that right, people right. could pull with it's like it's like a very bad weapon. It's like her pants, like anybody could use those against her. Just like put your foot in it and she's like She'd be like that it's, <laughs> it's like a, not a practical uh, wrestling outfit it's not attractive it's not sexy it, it's not a good look it did i mean there's nothing about it that, that that's interesting the whole thing was weird and the shininess wizard is is the strangest name which makes me think of either cookie crisp or not cookie crisp cereal but that cereal with the little wizard uh or kids cartoons or the Ku Klux Klan. That's like those are the only connotations That's that the, that. The way shiniest has. wizard. I mean, it's just it's, maybe that says more about me than than, than, than <laughs> the name of the move. But but it's it, it it's just I well, mean, it's a
1: stupid name for a move. And well, technically, it's the Shining Wizard, that is an actual move. Yeah, but she called it, hers was the shiniest. Wizard. I know, right? Exactly, because uh-huh. you know how they are, man. They like to add no. to the fucking name of an already established move. Now, what would have
3: might have been interesting, or closer to interesting, is if Tegan Knox ran out, looked like she was going to make the save, but actually joined damage control because another NXT of nobody return that comes back, and, and you know, and I'm wondering what where's Shotzi on this because last time we saw Tegan Knox, she was Shotzi's partner.
1: Shotzi was everyone's partner though, even uh, Athena. At one but, stage, I mean, come on.
3: It, it it's it's true. So maybe like you know, Shotzi's like a tag team partner slut or something. But she's uh, a slut. But, definitely. But, but like shouldn't Tegan have come to rescue Shotzi? Wouldn't that make sense? But I guess they want her to be in a team with Raquel, even though the Raquel's being built as a single. I I I don't, I don't
1: know. Anyway. It's kind of messy, isn't it? When you really break it down. I mean, the, hearing you talk about it made me realize just how messy this sort of feud is. Yeah,
3: but this is just another you know. You know, undercard, low card person. They're bringing back that they can take L's, and you know, if by hook or by crook she gets over, you know, then they 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 can have her shake some wins. But I put her in the category of Candice, Lorray and Emma. <laughs> you know, bringing back people who can who can take L's. They can become your new Natties or whatever. You know, whatever. That you you know, your low card. If you're not going to bring in the NWA roster, you might as well bring in your former roster.
1: Might as well, true. Oh, anyway, let's continue on, because after Tegan Knox made the save, we see Santos Escobar making his entrance as we go to the break, but when we come back, we get a carry-and-cross video package where he speaks in cryptic terms about reality while Scarlet plays with tarot cards as she reveals the Emperor and Rey Mysterio is on the carta. And then we get an Uncle Howdy video package, Jeff. And Steve what going exactly did he say? Stick well, with one,
3: one, one segment.
1: All right, all right, fine. We'll just forget the Uncle Howdy package yeah. for now, I mean, but talk about Cross and Rey Mysterio.
3: I mean, first of all, we got Zelina in two different smoking outfits. Uh, and, <laughs> and Santos, by the way, looked cool coming out in, the, in that in that outfit with the, with in the, the bandito. Skull, the whole bandana and the whole thing. Well, the whole thing worked. Uh, that was a great presentation. Um, definitely, that group is over, and then SmackDown, the main roster audience is is taken to them. Um, so that's. I cool.
1: love Legado del Fantasma.
3: I I'm just concerned about their their size, uh, but putting him against Ricochet is good because he's the same size. Um,
1: well, they called the League of Ghosts, Jeff. I know. I like that no, name. It's cool.
3: Is Legado Fantasma, League or
1: or is it Legend? Legado's League? Or maybe I think it's of Legend of Ghost legend of ghosts it. i think so I, I thought it was league of ghosts well, anyway, I don't know. anyway i anyway should um
3: this cross promo i'm confused all right so <laughs> i i'm i'm really close to turning heel on cross because i've been a fan of his for a long time <laughs> so am i bro i'm i'm with you 100 but his promos first of all he doesn't speak loud enough so i have trouble understanding what he's saying secondly <laughs> He's talking about Matt Musk. All right, you beat the shit out of Matt must He's talking about Drew McIntyre. You lost the feud, dude. Mm-hmm. And last I I heard, you were trying to go after Roman Reigns. I mean, that was your whole entry was you were bringing in black flowers and sending messages to to, to Sammy. You know, the Usos were confronting you a few weeks ago. Like, are you going to join? You know, the Faces team on Survivor Series? You'll know when I'm coming for you. Now, no, he's 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 done with 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 Roman and he, he's going down Scarlett's back to the to the row thing he's not making his he's making cryptic spooky things look his video is cool but it's sort of like seeing a Darby <laughs> Allen vignette and then a House of v- Black vignette on the same show it's like you're seeing the same thing twice so when I see the cross promo and then Uncle Howdy back to back it's like the same thing and yeah, no, it it's dumb placement it's true it was, yeah terrible placement and and i don't understand why cross is going for ray i mean i do understand ray is older he's expendable he can put someone over and actually cross for anyone who doesn't know it he was on lucha underground he spent time in mlw he spent time in, in AAA. he's done a lot of lucha libre so working with people like ray it, it, it it's a dynamic you may not expect to work but it could very well work um and and You know this is a feud he has to win and fine if you're not targeting the the champion anymore you know you go after you go after ray but you've got to come back after drew and you've got to be drew before you get before you get to roman i mean that's the way i see things um so those issues aside i wish he would speak more loudly and if he's going to get into this occult thing it needs to carry forward into the ring it needs to Scarlet can't be using mace or pepper spray. She's got to be using something more sinister, even if it's just pepper black spray. mist. You know, or
1: right, black mist. Yeah. Simple, simple but effective. Yeah. Even though we've seen it a million times, it always works. Always. That's why they continue uh, to do that shit.
3: Listen, Lucha Underground. Katrina holding a black stone worked for Mil Muertes. The urn worked for the Undertaker. Something, some sort of, some sort of evil talisman. Uh, and maybe there's a different one for different people. So, you know, for Ray, maybe it's some sort of Huerto de Dios, uh, Dios, you know, evil spirit, La Llorona. For Drew, maybe it's like the the Celtic version of of Satan or something, you know, or, yeah. or 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 you know, Hades or whatever. I I don't know. Whatever whatever it is, they 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 have to lean into the into the mystic into the cult if that's the way they're going, or decide whether he's just a badass with with. With, with a hot babe, you know, pick one or the other. This sort of this tightrope yeah, isn't
1: working. You're right. You're totally right. That, that, he hasn't figured himself out yet. As dumb as that sounds, even though you would have thought he has by now. But for whatever reason, he doesn't be right now. They're not even sure what he is. Just yet. Well, that's the problem. I mean, he hasn't figured
3: himself out. That's fine. His job is to wrestle. I mean, it'd be right. great if a character had a good grasp of themselves. But it's their job to shape and mold and make the character make sense. It's true, And, Absolutely. I mean, you know, Trips, again, I'm going to compare him to Tony Khan. He seems to let the talent, you know, control a lot of their creative. Not the booking, but their creative. And, and so you get sort of this stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. And yeah,
1: it, is. it, and it then, frustrates
3: me, because the guy has everything. And he's he only, does. like, 36. He he's got everything. You have another six years, at least, with, with, with him. With a guy that should have everything, that should be in your mid to top card, going up and down easily, and it, it's just, it's it's not working for the crowd, and now it's not working for a long-time fan who wants it to work, right. who gives every benefit of the doubt,
1: and, and it's because the shit don't make sense. And what's sadder is, like, he's been around for a long time now, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like he keeps getting sort of, he's always at the wrong place, wrong time type of scenario, if you know what I mean It just shit doesn't end up working out for him For whatever reason Even when it's not his fault Just some shit always happens with him And I just hope like They do something ASAP Before yeah. they really screw him up yeah. Because I mean, it's he, sc-
3: he, He's lucky that it's William Regal that, that got released from AW oh, And not Malachi speaking. Black Or Wardlow right. Or Hobbs Or Hammerstone Isn't free on a contract Because any one of those guys Would have just taken his spot right away
1: i absolutely agree and speaking of regal actually d- do you think it's all true what we're hearing
3: yeah there's there's way too much there's it's not even smoke anymore there's fire there's fire everywhere it's being reported blue check marks are putting it with with authority publications putting it with authority that wednesday was his last day everyone's saying it so we suspected that it was likely true we went through the scenarios where maybe he opted out and if you do that he's been there about what about Nine months or so, yeah. like when so it feels it even less than that. Jeff, it does feel like less than that. But when did he first show up? Was I it mean, all out? I mean, the Blackpool, or before Combat that, Club formed after him. So, yeah, you're, you're I, feel right, like the, I, right. I feel like the Blackpool Combat Club has been around for 27 years. So,
2: <laughs>
3: I mean, but it's probably something where if he opted out, you know. If he had a one-year contract, maybe he's got a 30-day non-compete. Maybe he's got a 90-day non-compete. You know, I, I wonder if it's... Tough. Whatever it, is, it, it It's is, uh, you know, they're saying that he's going to ink a deal and that he's going to be back with WWE very shortly. I don't know what very shortly means, and i don't really care I, you know i don't think he was that big a signing i don't think it's that big a return this, if this makes him happy with the son if he's on nxt grade if he's in creative main roster grade if he's doing both great uh, you know whatever it is if he's on screen great i mean i think the funniest thing would be if he teamed with cody which would be sort of the the, the oh, double man. shot aw
1: <laughs> without well, saying I, don't be surprised man that could possibly happen but Uh, you know maybe we're all wrong maybe he had a cool off period in his contract where he can jump back you know on his word is that possible anything parties can negotiate anything in a contract the thing about wrestling is
3: that's not usually what happens at least until you're a big star like a Brock Lesnar but Tony is doing this his way so who the hell knows what he does and maybe he does something different with a 56 year old than he does with a 26 year old
1: maybe no you're right for sure Anyway, Either all these people on Twitter
3: tell me he's not just going to be a manager, he's going to be doing talent, he's going to be doing booking. He's going to, how do you like me now? Because all he was was a manager.
1: <laughs> oh, shots fired by Mr. Liman. Did you hear that? How do you like him now, <laughs> motherfuckers? Yeah, brat. He just went brat, literally. Anyway, let's move on. Either yeah. way, I guess he will become a real man's man once again in WWE. And good luck to him. I mean, that's where he belongs. Let's be honest, Jeff. Sure I think that's truly where he belongs. It felt wrong. This one felt it's wrong. It's true. It's true. It did. And I'm glad if reports are true, and it seems like I'm leaning 90% that they are, then, you know, he'll be back in.
3: Like you know. It's like when Dusty was in WWF. It never felt right.
1: No, never. Never. Never felt right. Not only in his first run, second runs, even... Maybe the only time we see him in NXT, it felt right. Well, that's you. Do you know what I mean? That's the only time. Yeah, no. That, I mean, that's like a vocational, right. graduate school. I mean, that that that, that felt right. Dusty wants to be a teacher. Absolutely, and he was a good one at that too, man. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're finally at the main event, Jeff. No, we're Uncle here. In... Oh yes, Uncle Howdy. What, like, what first you want to say exactly? Now you want to skip it? I forgot all about it, man. Tell me about Uncle Howdy because this is your segment, Jeff. This is my segment. I don't have the the, the write down copy, but well, Uncle Howdy
3: is basically saying, "Revel in your future. We know about you. You know what you want to do. Evil stuff, scary, broody." But I liked it. I I, I like the whole look of it. It just the placement was dopey. I liked it. It. it, it I mean, it almost should have followed the Bray uh, promo immediately. But I, I, it should. Like I hear the criticism, Bray's not wrestling at all, and and whatever it is, I, I too am losing patience with it. But I'm not nearly where I'm like with Crossover. Like I, I pretty much lost the patience. This, yeah. this can play out a little bit longer. I'm, I, Bray White has a lot of goodwill equity with me, and and I'm thinking that the payoff will be worth it when when the when the keg finally blows.
1: I hope so, man. I really do, because he has put on a, a shitload of weight. But he looks healthy, Jeff. I I like the promo.
3: You know, your neighbor, and he kept showing him as the Firefly Funhouse Bray. Right. I don't know. This I like. I I like the the psychological warfare part. uh, And I think it's a good... I think this is what they should have always been doing to keep it interesting, because Bray just talking about Bray, and you know. But he's... Like, each time it's a little bit less apologetic, Bray, and a little bit more like... This is why we eat our young Bray.
1: And yeah. so, so Which it, I liked. Yeah. I, I wanted to see this version of Bray again. Like That's yeah. that's and the Bray that's compelling to me. And let's be honest. It's December 4th. we got Christmas and New Year's. And nothing really important is going to happen
3: until after New Year's. You, the next big thing is going to be tribute to the troops and then the Rumble. So for those of you who are frustrated and waiting for big things to happen, nothing really big is going to happen. You're going to keep getting Tegan Knox. Maybe you'll see Charlotte. Uh, Lacey Evans being in for the 43,000th time hopefully this time full on Sergeant Slaughter is what we're going to see because it seems like she's like I'm the best of the best you maggot
1: <laughs> you maggot yeah where is Sergeant Slaughter when you need him you yeah, maggots enough. he's a follows me on Twitter good man, yeah he does, does he oh, well there you go, did yeah. you know John Cena follows me on Twitter for whatever reason I don't see that yeah well do you want to prove it to you I can't see anything. Sorry. <laughs> I can prove it. I can take a snapshot and put it right here so everyone can see. Not that it matters. But anyway, Jeff, let's get Anyone into the... Anyone
3: can pay $8 and say they're John Cena.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I'll show you off the air yeah, anyway. Um, anyway, like I said, we've got the World Cup, the SmackDown World Cup Finals. It is between Ricochet and Santos Escobar. And uh, this match been too long, Jeff. I know everyone's going to be lucky, crazy... This was a banger, and it was to an extent, but it felt very choreographed, as most Ricochet matches kind of do. I don't know, man. Maybe I should have loved this match a lot more than I did, but for some reason, it lost me at one point. I like this match, Um, but I understand what you're saying
3: these matches don't hit the same in the ww arena with those so the, those sort of padded half walls instead right. of like old fashioned barricades and and like the it, while it's great balance when they get up on those walls and whatever it's not the same as the top of the rope so we, we see more death defined moves in another company of the same style in, so in many other companies right so i don't see really any need to try to compete with that but i thought it was a good match santos escobar delivers the best tope suicida in the business bar none the only one that sure. might be close is darby allen throwing his body as a missile and then seth Rollins <laughs> yeah. is probably third um but uh I, I thought it was a good match and i, I think it's I, listen i want won good things for santos but ricochet who should have been a bigger star than he is and should have been his uniqueness shouldn't have been dispelled you know it never really has i know you've got your issues with him and his his friend the thumb um (laughs) but uh you know if this is going to be the start of his rehabilitation that's cool he ain't gonna win the title and guess who else is in the program with imperium right now and that is our friend braun Strowman. and for years i've been Saying that I want Bobby Lashley to be with Ricochet, or Bobby Lashley to be with, with Cedric, like a Power and Glory team, or Braun to be with one of those guys. Braun and Ricochet is my Power and Glory team. My my big my high, high flyer with with my big power guy. And yes, I know that Paul Roma wasn't exactly a high flyer, but back then he was the high flyer guy hey. you know, when, when Hercules was the power guy.
1: I was gonna say Paul Roma was still bigger than Ricochet even. He was, but it's a it's it's a that was a different time, and this is
3: a different time. But if and you if Powell, you feel if you feel better, the British Bulldogs with Davey Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid.
1: Let's see. Now you know what man, the Power and Glory are such an underrated tag team. You know, I didn't appreciate them as much as I should have back then, but I always liked them, even though I was always against them as a kid. You know what I mean? Because and it protects they were usually team.
3: and House Ricochet. Like Braun doesn't have to be the great wrestler; he just needs to do the power moves. He could, like Ricochet, takes does most of the offense, takes most of the offense. He he does the come from behind and gets the hot tag, and Braun does the cleanup. And and
1: I, I think as a yeah, team Braun's the hot tag him. all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, he could, he could for sure, as long as they don't call it air boom or some shit like that. And that's one possible team that could take a
3: set of titles from the Usos, just like the Street Profits might be, just like. Um, kevin owens and Sami Zayn might be but if they're not going to break up the bloodline then you start need to building some of those other teams and ain't elias and and riddle that's for damn sure it could be it could be sheamus would have hit him a bong jeff but but i like it when there's lots of good tag teams i mean the best time in nwa you had the rock and roll express the midnight express the road warriors the steiners the horsemen the freebirds would come, and you knew somewhere out there the Von Eriks were, were, were out there. You didn't see them; you heard about the fabulous ones or the fantastics. I mean, you know, you, you know, there were there were there were teams out there. then every now and then they they put together a team like Dusty Rhodes and Manny Fernandez, you know, or, or the uh, the Dangerous Alliance or, or whatever whatever was or the New Hollywood Blondes. And so you, you always had like seven or eight teams who were sort of up around there. And to me, that's 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 exciting. I don't like it when there's just one team targeting one belt. There should never be one guy looking for for one belt. Everybody should you know, everybody except for title holders should be looking for belts. And title holders should be looking to get even.
1: Absolutely agree with you 100%, man. That was spot on. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole matchup, but, you know, we had a lot of fucking flips, a lot of near falls, a lot of like, uh, you know, for example, Ricochet landing on his feet like he's some superhero too many hurricane f- rannos, way too many hurricane Too many typefaces. It's, it's like with those
3: goddamn arm drags. I'm, I'm not impressed by hurricane ranas anymore.
1: And too many knees, like you know the sort of V trigger knees. Yeah. I mean, head scissors. You name it. I mean, Canadian destroyers, and Panama sunrises.
3: He needs to go back. To oh a- my! He God. needs to go back to a mask man.
1: <laughs> Please, Prince Puma was this shit. I could get behind Prince Puma, if that, but I can't get behind Ricochet anymore. But if he's Prince Puma, I can forget about who that guy really is. Whatever, it's fine.
3: But I, I if this is heading where I think it's heading, I like that, uh, you know. But somebody has to lose. So did I want Santos to, to lose? Not necessarily, but somebody I, important I, needs I to lose either. matches from time to time. And, and then you move on. Then you, you move on to something else, and Ricochet is moving on to to Gunter, and he's going to lose. And then Imperium is hey, going to come exactly. in, and LeBron's going to do a save, and you know when, and Legato will move on to something else, and you know and that's what you do, and that's why I don't like the. I mean, Trips is bringing all in all these other people, and that's what why it frustrates me. We have the Usos and the Brutes just dancing, 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 and you want to say they're over together, and they have good chemistry, great, but. You got a lot of teams that aren't over there, so why don't you put the brawling brutes against a team that's not over? So at least the crowd is excited when they win.
1: Yeah, I agree exactly, but they don't. So it is, it is what it is. But it, but anyway, Ricochet ends up winning by pinfall with a six thirty on, winning the SmackDown Copa Mundial, shall say the World Cup, and yeah. earning a shot at Gunther's Intercontinental Championship. But after the matchup, as Ricochet celebrates with the trophy, Gunther comes to the stage for a face-to-face, and that's the show. Um, I guess I noticed Ricochet was saying, I'll put the cup against the title. Um, I doubt he'd do that, but it'd be good if he did, so that way Gunther ends up winning, and then he becomes a World Cup champion anyway. Uh,
3: Okay. Uh, I mean, I think Gunther is going to win, so I guess that is going to happen. I don't know what the purpose of putting the cup against the title is. And I don't know if that's what Ricochet said. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if he was just talking or if that's something real, but whatever. I mean, is that to make us think that, um, uh, I don't know, whatever. I, I don't want to take away from a good match and a, and a pretty decent world cup and, and you know, what should be a good, a cool match to have on TV.
1: Yeah, I guess it was cool, but like I said, I've seen this match before. It just feels like, you know, so I'm just talking it reminds me a lot even of you you
3: saw the Lucha Underground but nobody else has seen it
1: (laughs) well that's true that's true and for anyone that hasn't seen it just Lucha Underground in general go out there and find it because even when I first watched it back when it was around I you there? surprise I was glued oh Oh, did you hear me? yeah no you're back that was that was a
3: quick one. Um, yeah, I love Lucha Underground. It was season four not so much, but I love Lucha
1: Underground. No, uh, yeah. But then it was dead really. It was done and dusted pretty much. Well,
3: Jake Strong was your last champion with who's Jake Hager for those who don't know, who's Jack Swagger for those who don't know. Anyway. Swagger. Um, but this listen, there was still too many recaps, still too many commercials, but I, I actually thought this was a pretty good Smackdown. This was uh and and then unfortunately I had the misfortune of watching Rampage. We did a two hour <laughs> show on a one hour rampage, yeah. and we did a one hour show on a two hour SmackDown, and we actually had some news to talk <laughs> about today. And 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 we had to explain the use of the word "cunt" so cavalierly to our non Commonwealth country listeners.
1: Well, also to to uh, even though the other Commonwealth countries other than the UK because they get it, the Canadians still are a little puzzled how we use the cunt word, and you guys used to get it really offended by the way we used to use it. You know how many times I've been told off? Yeah, I'm telling you, like because according to a lot of Americans that that I've met over time, I, I'm I'm really not even comfortable with this conversation right now. Really, that bad?
3: Why is yeah. it such a thing in America like that? bad? Right? I don't know. It's just a it's just a forbidden word. It's it's, yeah, like, it's like worse than extreme. fuck, for example. Yeah, it's much worse than fuck, and, and, and yeah, you know, especially because fuck, you know, in a lot of contexts, is just for emphasis, Canto only means run one thing, and. You know, it's it's a bit misogynistic, and I'm not that's a misogynist. Funny. No, I love and funny respect yet. women, and I also hate women. <laughs> oh, but hey, I hate women as I hate women the same as I hate men. I mean, and, and, <laughs> well, so, that's I mean, normal, right? We no, I, I think there's a I think like there's a lot of like reactive misogyny out there. I think like there, well, there's 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 a lot of a, there's too much people saying, oh, you missed the patriarchy, but there's too many people reacting back to the you know by saying, well, too bad, I love the patriarchy. I know your place, woman. I think think there's too much of that. I mean, just just, just wait for the the patriarchy thing to settle down, because it will, because most women like men and most men like women. And I'm, I'm not even talking about hope. in a procreation way. I'm just talking about getting along in the world. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. No, you're right. It's true. You're,
3: you're spot on. Just but let just let so pendulum, you know. Just let pendulums settle on their own, folks. We,
1: we don't use the C word in that way, though. It's not meant to be. Used. It's like a completely different language it, it, in it, it, many there's, ways. There's
3: nothing, you, there's nothing you can do. We, we, this is America. It's, it's George Carlin it in 1981. That's one right. of the seven words. I get it's, it. it. it was I totally right understand. Then, it was true before it's been true ever you folks that speak english with funny accents is not are not going to change our minds
1: <laughs> well we can say you guys have got a funny accent jeff come on we don't care what you say just I like know, the no, rough
3: it doesn't matter what it's you
1: say. it's true it's true team america Fuck yeah. yeah. That's we could have won the World Cup, we just didn't want to. We
3: don't care about soccer.
1: <laughs> that, that that's a different story. I mean we I sent don't... you we sent a team
3: of eleven year olds because that's all the, the with Capri sons, because that's all that cares about soccer.
1: Personally, I think he's actually had a pretty decent side, but they're a decent team in terms of youngsters. I
3: don't know. All I know is I'm pretty sure my, my ex wife brought snacks for the team. Yes,
1: it was her <laughs> turn okay. for snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means, Jeff. It means anyway,
3: only little kids play soccer, and then every week somebody else brings the snacks, and it's usually a mom.
1: You know what's funny? That and that's another thing that puzzles me about the U.S. Most kids in the U.S. play soccer when they're young, right? Mm-hmm. But then once they get to a certain age, that's it. It's like fuck soccer. Like they move on to whatever. Like if it's you know, yeah, you know, like sports or. Right, but if, I feel like Americans use soccer as like a stepping stone. Like you start there, and it then is, you move on to like... Because so why? Why is that? you
3: because all you need is a ball and two people, and you can play soccer. It is the ultimate peasant sport. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're having this conversation. That's why it's so popular in the world, because anybody can play it anywhere. As long as you have it's, two people and somebody to come ball.
1: It's not easy though Jeff It's not like I'm telling you man it's-, it's not easy to fall in
3: love It's not easy to fall in love But But nobody cares Because it's soccer And it's boring And they play for 90 minutes And the score is often 0-0 zero, zero. What the fuck wow. is that?
1: Wow And it's not often 0-0 zero, zero. Actually I don't think There's been a 0-0 zero, zero In the World Cup How many times How many times Is it above 2-1? to one? Yeah That's a pretty standard scoreline That that's sucks true.
3: That's ninety minutes of suckage. That's that's like ninety minutes of watching Eddie Kingston and Ishii punch (laughs) each other in slow motion.
1: Wow, Uh, I didn't just hear that. Well, I don't agree with that, Jeff. Nah, I'm just can't believe you're saying this because I think football, not soccer, is one of the most skillful sports. Football. Period. American football. Uh, No, no, I'm not talking about American football or Australian football. I'm talking about the real football, the original football, the I round don't
3: ball. Care. Yeah. Talk about oh, soccer with like many of your co-hosts who do care. It ain't me and it ain't Chris Ann.
1: Well wow, we Ooh, we. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, Jeff, let's take it home. Tell them where they can find you.
3: On Twitter, Rick or SpellMD. You can find me on the PWC on pretty much every fucking show. Um, you can find me also on the PW Hustle and the Wrestling Suit Network. You can find me sometimes on Channel Latitude, sometimes via Homming Media Group. I'm on Uncaged On Homming Media Group, they also carry Garden of Doom and Garden Views, And those are my non-wrestling podcasts. Garden of Doom, this this week I dropped a show on who are the Huns, or who were the Huns, and who are the Hungarians. And and i also interviewed my first new york times best-selling author today um that will drop next week um a lot of exciting stuff coming including a, a month of arthur king arthur uh all sorts of stuff. Garden Blues is more topical, a lot of space law stuff, and things like cannabis law and, and IP law, that's intellectual property. Um, and Hamalock Hangover Over is my non-Jimmy-affiliated podcast so we've been on four times. Um, and uh, that's what Big Daddy calls Steve Peña. We were on a bi-week bi- week- 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 week schedule now, so this week is going up with, uh, huh. uh, what was it, Final Battle and uh, Deadline Predictions.
1: Final battle, when is that? Is, was it the 10th of December or the 4th? They're both
3: on the 10th. Final battle oh. is at 4 p.m. Eastern time, U.S., and deadline, I guess, is, what, 7.30 Eastern or 8
1: Eastern okay. on Peacock, I presume? I didn't realize they on the same night. Damn.
3: There's also a UFC pay-per-view um, that night, but I don't watch real fighting. I only
1: watch This fighting. <laughs> Doesn't that sound weird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Jeff. It's not that weird, surely. Anyway, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Also, please like and subscribe right here at the PWC where you can find all our shows and also at channelattitude.com and at where you can find all our affiliate shows and me and Jeff talking everything AW, in particular Rampage, a lot of the times lately, and um, at the hustle and blow-off and, and everywhere else, do the insane, do the hustle, do the hump, the hump do the hustle, sure. <laughs> so, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T, he's Dr. Jeff Lehman and you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk, right here on the PWC Network, and we're out. Peace.
3: Double peace means war, stable my friends.